From the hallowed hallways of Shed High School, from WSHDLP Eastport, this is Round the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane from Eastport, Maine. Stay tuned for historical 78 RPM recordings from around the world. Well, we're pleased to report that the entire staff of Round the World is on the way to an all-expenses-paid vacation in Hawaii. We entered a poem-writing contest and walked away with a grand prize. Yes, the organization called Thar She Blows! which is the public relations arm of the Council of Volcanoes, was looking for short volcano couplets of 25 words or less. So we put our heads together and came in first place, which means we scored a junket of luau's, nightclubs, and hiking trips for all the -the round-the-world researchers, Victrola technicians, interns, and even the janitor. Our chartered jumbo jet is now touching down, and we are greeted by Dan Kalauawa Stewart and his 1945 Islanders playing Halaiwa Hula.
was the 1931 comedian harmonist, Luma von Hawaii. Before that, Dan Kalaua Stewart and his islanders welcomed us to Hawaii with the 1945 Halaiwa Hula. Our trip to Hawaii is sponsored by the Council of Volcanoes, who would like to remind you that Hawaii wouldn't even be here if it weren't for volcanoes. We wrote a short volcano couplet, which we entered in the volcano poem writing contest and emerged victorious from all other volcano-themed poems submitted. We are now on the Grand Prize Hawaiian vacation, enjoying a luau of island music. Next in the lineup of luau entertainment, we are about to be treated to Andy Bright in his 1940 trio with Alki Aloha Perry and his singing Surfriders. Here is Hawaiian Cowboy. <laughs> Oh, 
That was a 1947 Roy Rogers, King of the Cowboys. Roy doesn't speak Hawaiian, but that didn't stop him from yodeling a stirring tribute to his Hawaiian brethren. Before him, we had the real deal. Andy Bright and his trio with Alki Aloha Perry and his singing Surfriders from 1940, both singing about Hawaiian cowboys. I'll be reading a few of the poems entered in the Volcano Couplet Contest sponsored by Thar She Blows, the public relations arm of the Council of Volcanoes. Here's one from radio station WHAT in Earhorn, Pennsylvania. They have the special high power loud format for the hard of hearing. Their entry in the contest was Belching Smoke, I'm a Filthy Bloke. This poem met the brevity requirement and it did get extra points for rhyming. They will receive the gold embossed framed certificate of participation. And John K. Almeida and his Hawaiians are setting up to provide the next entertainment for our luau. Here he is with Naughty Abby singing Mele of My Tutu'e, a.k.a. Grandma Goes to Town. Ho'okahi Sunday afternoon, there goes by Tutu'e. She was talking on down to town. On the Alanui Kapakahi way Ho'okahi Sunday afternoon There goes my tutu-e She was talking on down to town On the Alanui Kapakahi way
songs provided by John K. Almeida and his Hawaiians. We just heard Julie Nui Kamayanas singing Noho Pai Pai, rocking chair hula. And this was preceded by Meili of Maitutue, Grandma Goes to Town, featuring Naughty Abbey. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. The entire staff of Round the World is on vacation in Hawaii, having won the Volcano Couplet Contest of the Council of Volcanoes. Another entry came in from radio station KATZ, Scratching Post, Texas. This is Cat Fancier's Talk Radio. Their submission is as follows. The sea volcano thrust open the watery door, creating an island that wasn't there before. Now that seems pretty good, but it didn't beat the poem we came up with that won us this luxury vacation in Hawaii. Now, here's an interesting song from 1916 about when long-distance telephone first reached Hawaii. Billy Murray tells the tale. Hello, Hawaii. How are you? One night on Broadway, all alone, read the news about the wireless 
telephone. Pretty soon his thought began to strain over 7,000 miles away. Then he went and drew a whole month's pay to phone and say, Hello, how are you? How are you? Let me talk to Honolulu. This. Give me a kiss, give me a kiss by wireless, please state. I can't wait to hear her reply. For I have to phone every little thing I own to talk from New York through the wireless telephone. No, oh, hello, how are you? How are you? Goodbye. After he was through his phoning, he was broke to his friends he started moaning it's no joke for the money spent to phone that far i could buy myself a motor car but i love her like a real jack tar so there you are hello how are you how are you let me talk to honolulu this. Give me a kiss, give me a kiss by wireless, please state. I can't wait to hear her reply. For I had to phone every little thing I own to talk from New York to the wireless telephone. Oh, hello, how are you? How are you? Goodbye. Hello, how are you? How are you? Let me talk to Honolulu. Ask her this, give me a kiss, give me a kiss by wireless, please state. I can't wait to hear her reply. For I had to phone every little thing I own to talk from New York to the wireless telephone. Oh, hello, how are you? How are you? Goodbye.
Hello, Hawaii. How are you? A song about the advent of joining Hawaii to the mainland via telephone in 1916. We heard Billy Murray, and then Prince's band gave us an instrumental elaboration. Around the world's vacation in Hawaii is being underwritten lock, stock, and barrel by the Council of Volcanoes. Let's return the favor with Count Basie and his orchestra in the 1939 Volcano. Go a holo leo, my pupuli leo away. 
When I say get up there, he can be a hooli too. Maybe he call ahead or kakil too. He's Kamahanui and Momona too. He's Makapa'a, he's really Kapulu. Oh, I wish that I could sell this Leo for his really really good to me. Pretty soon he's gonna drive me low, low, my Fuguli Leo away. Maybe he kolohe or kakil too. He's kaumahanu and momona too. He is mahapa'a, why he's really kafulu. Oh, I wish that I could sell this leo. Oh, he's really feeling it to me. Pretty soon he's gonna drive me low, low, my pubuli leo away. Papule Leo, My Crazy Horse. That was Bernie Kai and his 1946 Hawaiians. Before that, a 1939 salute to volcanoes everywhere, courtesy of Count Basie and his orchestra. We're going to read another entry in the Volcano Couplet Contest, which, by the way, we here at Round the World won the contest. This one is from radio station KORN, rural South Dakota. All polkas all the time. Here goes. Mountain erupts into fiery splinters, leading to a year-round winter. Hmm, I bet that is referring to Mount Krakatoa, which erupted in 1883 and spewed so much ash and sulfuric acid into the air that global temperatures dropped around the world, causing what is referred to as a volcanic winter. Volcanoes can cause great destruction but they can also cause new islands to rise from the sea, which is what happened here in Hawaii. Well, I see John K. Almeida and his Hawaiians are back to give us another song. Here they are with Joe Kiawe singing Kauha Mai.
That was King's Hawaiians with Ka'alua, the big fish. Before that, we enjoyed Jokiawe with John K. Alvita and his Hawaiians. They played Ka'uaha Mai. You're listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Cracklin' Jane with the entire staff of around the world, including technicians, researchers, janitors, and interns, enjoying the Hawaiian vacation we won in the Volcano Couplet Contest put on by Thar She Blows. Gowan's 1926 Rhapsody Makers will now wax lyrical in I'll Fly to Hawaii. Come and 
Kia o Hawaii, the high peaks of Hawaii from 1921, there was Prince Leilani. Before him, Gowan's Rhapsody Makers gave us a 1926 I'll Fly to Hawaii. And now I think it's about time we read the actual winning couplet from the Volcano Couplet Contest. The grand prize was this vacation to Hawaii in the dead of winter. We chartered a jumbo jet for the entire Round the World staff and we've been enjoying luau's, nightclubs, and hiking on, what else, volcanoes. Here it is. How often must I apologize for Pompeii and Herculaneum's demise? This is a reference to Mount Vesuvius, which blew its top in 79 AD and completely covered the surrounding towns and cities in hot ash. It created a time capsule of preserved houses and streets, some with graffiti and mosaics intact and paintings still on the walls. They're still excavating it. Obviously, it was a bummer for the people who lost their lives in 79 AD, but it gives us modern folk a view into the day-to-day life of Italy during that time. And we hear next some 1921 rhapsodizing about Hawaii. Here's the Isham Jones Orchestra 
underneath Hawaiian skies. Hawaii, a 
Monday Meyer got a wire. Hurry back, it read. He wrote, I'm busy, I'm getting dizzy. The style's here, turn my head. You say the same if you are here with me. For they're wearing them higher in Hawaii. Higher, 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 higher in Hawaii. The beautiful big at Waikiki is not the only pretty sight that you can see. In Hawaii, the maidens, they're a flyer. They simply sway your heart away. Hula maids are always full of pep. All the old men have to watch their step. For they're wearing them higher in Hawaii. They're going up, going up every day. Meyer's boss was very cross and started on his way. He took a trip upon a ship for Honolulu Bay. He found Meyer in Hawaii weaving skirts of hay. When Meyer saw him, the fever caught him. He said, I'm going to stay. I'll move my office over here today. For they're wearing them higher in Hawaii. Higher, 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 higher in Hawaii. The beautiful beach at Waikiki is not the only pretty place that you can see. In Hawaii, the maidens, they're a flyer. They simply sway your heart away. When you see them dance the way they do, just what becomes of you For they're wearing them higher in Hawaii They're going up, going up every day For they're wearing them higher in Hawaii Higher, 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 higher in Hawaii The beautiful beach at Waikiki Is not the only pretty sight that you can see They're wearing them higher in Hawaii. That was Collins and Harlan in 1916. Before them, we heard the 1921 Isham Jones Orchestra underneath Hawaiian skies. Well, I guess we better catch our flight back to the WSHDLP Eastport Studios. We're tuckered out from hiking and nightclubs and luau's. And... Now let's close with a 1937 Hawaiian swing fusion number. We present Elvin Kaleolani with Harry Owens and his Royal Hawaiian Hotel Orchestra. Kone Ao Ikawai, Tasting the Waters.
Kauai, Tasting the Waters. That was Alvin Kaleolani with Harry Owens and his Royal Hawaiian Hotel Orchestra in 1937. And thus ends our glorious all-expense-paid vacation in Hawaii, courtesy of Thar She Blows, the Public Relations Division of the Council of Volcanoes. We wrote the winning poem for the Volcano Couplet Contest and won a jumbo jet trip for our entire staff gorged ourselves at luau's and nightclubs, and hiked it all off on volcanoes. You're listening to WSHDLP Eastport. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane. Now let's relax in comfort while Phil Harris attempts to take a Hawaiian vacation. Here's a 1949 episode of the Phil Harris Alice Fay Show. So let's listen. Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. This is the time of year when most people start thinking about their summer vacation. As yet, Phil and Alice haven't decided where they're going. Phil has made a suggestion, but Alice doesn't seem to be interested. Alice, what's so silly about spending our vacation in Kentucky? I don't mind Kentucky, but who wants to go on a two-weeks tour through a distillery? (laughs) I thought it might be educational. (laughs) Honey, how about Hawaii? No. No, I want to see something historical and educational. 
What's Hawaii got that's historical and educational? Hula dancers. <laughs> What's educational about a hula dancer? Well, that depends on what you're majoring in. <laughs> you know, I love the hula, honey. Why don't you learn to do it, Alice? Oh, I'm not the type. And besides, it's too difficult. What's difficult about it? All you do is put on a crop of grass, then you put on another crop of grass, and then you rotate the crop. <laughs> You've just got to stop watching Milton Berle on television. <laughs> and stop trying to influence me about Hawaii. You've got the house full of travel folders about it. You keep playing Hawaiian music and I'm getting... That ain't true. It ain't true. I'm not trying to influence anybody. Look, I'll tell you, the children are going with us, right? We'll leave it to them. Wherever they want to go, we'll go, all right? Mm -hmm. Girls, will you come in here a minute, kids? Now, now, don't forget, Phil. Wherever they want to go, we go. And we'll leave it entirely up to... Oh, hello, girl. Aloha, Mother. <laughs> Aloha? Where did you get that? That is the native tongue of the islands where one finds romance neath an azure sky. Oh, Phyllis, please. Hawaii. Isle of enchantment with languid nights where tropical blossoms and various... Ver... What's that again, Daddy? Very variegated coral reefs dot the blue Pacific. <laughs> Them kids, they can't memorize nothing. Phil, you ought to be ashamed of yourself putting the girls up to this. Who, me? You know I wouldn't try to influence the children or Daddy. tell them... What is it, Leilani? <laughs> Shall we go up and put the sarongs on now? Now, now, never mind. Now, girls, you just run along and forget about it. All right, Mommy. Oh, uh, uh girls... Uh... Haven't you forgotten something? Oh, that's right. Let's do it, Alice. Aloha, aloha, farewell until we meet again. And as our two girls speak to the blue Pacific, we say farewell to the land of the beautiful, enchanted, beloved Hawaii. We're not going to Hawaii, and that's final. Why, the boat trip for the whole family would cost more than we planned on spending. All right, all right, all right. I'm not going to argue with you. I'll do anything you say. Where do you want me to go? Oh, have I got an answer for that? <laughs> this kid's a ball of fire since his pediatrician gave him that booster shot. <laughs> have a suggestion. Phil and I are trying to decide where to go on our vacation, and I don't like the place Phil picked out. Naturally. <laughs> Philip, where do you want to go for your hiatus? Well, I thought we could spend it at... Oh, let's back up a little, Rob. <laughs> Lay that on me again. Hiatus. It's a word commonly used for vacation. Hiatus. Mm. Kind of like that. <laughs> Very descriptive. I must remember to use it when I write my thesis. <laughs> Willie, where are you planning to go this summer? Maybe it'll give us an idea. Hmm. I'm going to rough it. 
I'm packing into the rugged country with nothing but my camera and food supplies. Oh, it will be exciting. <laughs> yeah, I can see you now trekking through the wilds of Griffith Park. <laughs> Armed with naught but brownie and deviled egg sandwich. Well, if I said I'm going to rough it. Okay, we'll leave the crust on the bread. <laughs> Look, Alice, I want... Oh, I'll get that. Gee whiz, I don't see why we can't go to Hawaii. Hiya, Curly. Oh, it's you, Remley. Well, aren't we in a churlish mood today? <laughs> What's eating you? I got trouble. You see, I got a hiatus. Oh, you're really in trouble. <laughs> you got a hiatus and a low hooper. <laughs> I'm talking about my vacation. You know something? I can't get Alice to agree to go to Hawaii. Maybe you can get her to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii. What's the difference? There's a lot of difference. One is pronounced with a V and the other with a W. <laughs> Curly, why doesn't Alice want to go to Hawaii? Yeah, she says it's going to cost too much to take the whole family by boat. Well, yeah. Would cost a lot if you went on one of those big ocean liners. But it wouldn't cost you much if you had your own boat. <laughs> fine, fine, ooh, fine. And just where does one go to buy an ocean liner? I know a guy... Cut! <laughs> I ain't buying nothing from them con men you get mixed up with. I ain't gonna have Please. Nothing. HMS Pettibone is not a con man. <laughs> he happens to be a millionaire sportsman. He's got a $45,000 yacht, and he's willing to let it go at cost. How much? $137.50. <laughs> Oh, 10% off, huh? <laughs> That's the down payment. You can buy it for $1,200. The guy showed me pictures of the boat. It's a beautiful sloop. It's called the Flying Mermaid, and I think you ought to... No. <laughs> what do you know about boats anyway? Plenty. My uncle has his own schooner. How big is it? Holds about two quarts. <laughs> You do hitchhike out here? You're in rare form today. You're going to have to drop. I'm going to have to have a talk with you. Holds up about two quarts. Oh, that's funny, very funny. These are the jokes. These are the jokes. Look, you know, I do like the idea of buying a boat, though, Remley. Mm -hmm. You know something? I know a guy who sold Humphrey Bogarty's yacht. Maybe he has a second-hand one that I can pick up cheap. Let's go see him, huh, Remley? Why don't we go see HMS Pettibone? <laughs> we can look at the pictures of the Flying Mermaid. Remley, forget the Flying Mermaid. I ain't interested in the flying mermaid. I don't want the flying mermaid, and you're not going to talk me into it. Oh. Now, come on. Let's see if this friend of mine has a boat for me. Hey, honey. Honey, I'm home. Oh, have I got a surprise for you. Oh, what is it, Phil? Alice, our vacation problem is all solved. I bought a boat. You bought a boat? Yep, we are now the proud owners of the Flying Mermaid. <laughs> it's a beautiful craft, Alice. Yeah, it's a sleep that sloops eight. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it can be converted into a sloop that sleeps eight. Yeah, and it's got a diesel engine, and it sails, and it's oh, got... Oh, gee, it sounds wonderful. I can't wait to see it. Neither can we. Well, you mean you bought a boat without seeing it? Oh, honey, I'm not a sucker. The guy showed me a picture. <laughs> yeah, here's the picture, Alice. Isn't she a trim craft? Mm, she looks beautiful. And she's all yours. I bought her for you, Mom. <laughs> How much did it cost, Bill? Not much. $500 down and monthly payments so small, you won't even feel it. <laughs> oh, Phil, that's the nicest present you've ever given me. And I hope I can afford it. <laughs> Phil, you shouldn't buy anything without seeing it. You'll probably Please. be all... Please. Now, let's not waste time talking. Now, go upstairs and get your coat on, because we're all going down to the harbor and see that boat right away. All right, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you and me's going to have a lot of fun in that slip, ain't we, uh, Scooper? <laughs> Touche. We are now even, matey. <laughs> hey, we'll take a trip around the world. We'll live like sailors, with a girl in every port. Yeah, we'll have a girl in... Uh-uh, I'm a retired destroyer. <laughs> Eight years ago, Alice put me in dry dock, but... <laughs> Hey, but we'll still have fun, Remley. You know something? I had a little dream about the ocean last night. I know what this is leading to, but I can't stop you, so go ahead. Last night, I dreamed that I was down in the bottom of the sea, down in that salty water. And I'm in a maiden fair. We had a cottage there, a little FHA three-room job, but uh, anyway, we had it. She had a tail of a fish for a train, but whoa, now, whoa, how that gal could entertain. And what a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in the bottom of the sea. I lost all my troubles in amongst the bubbles, why she was just as sweet as she could be. And every night when the starfish came out, I hugged and kissed her so. Whoa, whoa, what a time I had with Minnie, the mermaid, down in her seaweed bungalow. Low, down in her seaweed bungalow. What a time I had with Minnie the mermaid Down in the bottom of the sea I lost all my troubles in amongst the bubbles Why, she was just as sweet as she could be And every night when the starfish came out I hugged and kissed her so Whoa, whoa, what a time I had with Minnie the mermaid Down in her seaweed bungalow Low, down in her seaweed bungalow And I sing with delight as I spend most the night Neath that billowy ocean with you Many brave hearts are asleep in the deep So beware Julius, why don't you sneak in? I was standing here in the doorway watching you sing. I must say your voice is improving. Oh, you liked it, huh? Huh? <laughs> I said you liked it, huh? Where did I take these plug 
of my ears. <laughs> now, what did you say? Uh, do you like my voice? No. <laughs> Look, Mr. Harris... Look, from now on, kid, you can address me as Commodore Harris. Yeah. What's up, Tommy? <laughs> Finish that word before they investigate us. <laughs> What's this Commodore routine? What are you rover boys up to now? I just got a new boat. What happened? Did you roll one go down a bathtub drain? <laughs> This ain't no toy. It's a big boat. And we're going down now and take it out for a trial run. Hey, can I go with you? I'm a sea scout and I know all about boats. I can help you. We don't want you. Franklin, don't be so curt. Hmm? You hurt the lad's feelings. Let's take him along. What for? In case we do a little fishing, we can throw him overboard and use him for junk. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Julius, you can come along. Hey, Alice, you better hurry. We're all ready to go down to the dock. Come on. Look at all those beautiful yachts in the harbor. Which one is the Flying Mermaid? I don't know, honey. Hey, look, you and Julius wait here in the car, and Frankie and I will go down and find out where she's anchored. Come on, let's hurry, Commodore. Can't wait to see it. Neither can I. Wonder where it is. I don't see it anchored out there. Hey, wait. Hey, there's a guy I'll ask him. Hey, bud. Hey, buddy. I just bought the Flying Mermaid. Where's she anchored? You bought the... Well, what's so funny? I just want to know where my boat is. Hey, Curly, look, there must be a submarine out there. See the periscope sticking out of the water? Yeah. Hey, mister, who does that submarine belong to? You. (laughs) That periscope is the mast of the flying mermaid. That's my boat? Just the mast sticking up? But this picture showed it right now. Now it's... What happened? Frankie, I might have known. That guy you took me and sold me, that broken down, sunken tub. Curly, don't jump to conclusions. Just because it's underwater don't mean it's no good. (laughs) Might be in great shape. Why don't you dive down and inspect it? I'm glad you showed up, mister. That tub's been a menace to the harbor for two months, and we've been trying to raise it. Luckily, we expected to have it up in a couple hours, but you'll have to pay the salvage costs. Well, I'll be glad to, as long as we can get it up. Hey, Frankie. Huh? I believe she's going to sail again. <laughs> now, look, if we can only keep Alice from seeing it until they get it up, she's Bill, not... Bill, what's taking you so long? Too late. Here comes the shore patrol. <laughs> hey, Mr. Harris, where's this boat of yours? It's right out there, in the water. Oh, gee, I can't wait to see what it looks like. How do I get on board? You have your choice of a swan dive or a jackknife. (laughs) Phil, where is our boat? Well, there it is, straight down there. Down? Oh, no. That's our boat down there? Rides nice and low in the water, doesn't she? (laughs) So that's the flying (laughs) mermaid. Looks like she's got the bends. Quit making fun of my boat. It may be a little waterlogged now, but it's a well-constructed craft. And it was built by Sir Thomas Lipton. What did he built it out of soggy tea bags? <laughs> oh, Bill, how could you buy a thing like this? All right, honey, don't get upset. The man said they'll have the boat up in an hour. In the meantime, let's take a walk. Now, come on, cheer up. 
Hey, I'll tell you what. Why don't you sing? Oh, Phil, this is no time to sing. Alice, you rehearsed it. We got to pay the band. They got a strong union. <laughs> Lay it on me. Now, let me have it. for over an hour. I wonder if they raised your boat yet. Hey, let's walk out on this pier and see, huh? All right. Hey, the guy said he'd tie it right up here. Hey, Alice, be careful. This pier's in terrible condition. It's all rickety and warped, and the planking's rotted. Hey, and mister. Oh, oh, it's the fellow we're talking to. Yeah. Hey, bud, did you raise my boat yet? Yeah. Where is it? You're standing on it. <laughs> nice sturdy ship, ain't she? <laughs> hey, Julius, how do you like my vessel? This is a vessel? <laughs> I'm getting off of this scow. I'm climbing back on the pier. Julius, come back here. I'm taking this out for a trial run. You want to go with us, don't you? Uh-uh. <laughs> What's the matter with you, kid? Are you a sissy? Are you afraid? Are you a coward? It ain't that at all. Then what is it? I'm yelling. <laughs> Julius, come on with us. We need your help. Yeah, at least start the engine for us. Come on, jump on deck. Well, all right. Here I come. <laughs> now, look, kid, I want to... Where'd he go? <laughs> Went down that way, Skipper. <laughs> hey, Julius, where are you? Down here with 
Well, stay there. That's good. Now, look, when I give the order, start the engine and we'll take her out for a trial run. Hey, Alice, where would you like to go on our boat's maiden voyage? Albuquerque. <laughs> That's Enlon. This thing ain't gonna run on land. Ain't gonna run on water, either. <laughs> well, we'd better not take this tub out. You and Frankie know nothing about navigation. <laughs> oh. Hey, Frankie, did you hear that? Two years in the Coast Guard practically lived in white. <laughs> she thinks that we don't know nothing about navigation. <laughs> Silly girl. Oh, you poor thing, you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get started and show her. Okay. I'll batten down the barnacles. <laughs> I'll reef the barometer. And I'll mizzen the mast. Not yet. I'll tell you when the mast need mizzen it. Hey, we want to start this leaky submarine. Right now. Hey, Frankie. Hmm? Now I'll give the orders. You stand on the bridge at the speaking tube and relay them to Julius. Aye, aye, sir. Stand by engine room. Stand by engine room. Stand by engine room. Ready below. Ready below. Ready below. Fire torpedo tube number one. Fire torpedo tube number one. Achtung! Deutschland im Rollen! Ist das nicht ein lousy boat? Ja, das ist ein lousy boat. Lousy boat? Cut out the cartoon of the iron cross. What's an iron cross? Now stop it. All right, Julia, start the engine. I said start the engine. Where do I find it? Kid, is it stiff? Yeah, I think rigor mortis just said it. <laughs> Try her again. Oh, listen to that engine purr. <laughs> oh, is she a beauty? Hey, Frankie, cast off the moorings as soon as we reach the end of the pier. Port hard to starboard. Aye, sir. Hold speed ahead. (laughs) Well, we've been out for an hour now, and we're going great, boy. Hey, how are we doing, Alice? We're almost to the end of the pier, Skipper. (laughs) 
Stop exaggerating. We're out about two miles out. Oh, Phil, let's turn back. This thing is taking on a lot of water. It is not. Of course not. My feet aren't even wet. <laughs> well, then why are my feet soaked? You didn't shinny up the mast as high as we did. <laughs> Must you all be funny? Now, there's no more than a half inch of water in this boat. Hey, Julius, tell them there's no water in the engine room. <laughs> what we get for taking a short kid with us. <laughs> Alice, will you dive down and get him? Phil, we've got to turn back to shore. This boat is sinking. Don't worry. Now we'll make it. Julius, get that engine going full speed. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> It's just your imagination. The flying mermaid will get us safely back to... This program is produced and directed by Paul Phillips. This is Bill Foreman wishing good health to all... You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. We've just heard a 1949 episode of the Phil Harris Alice Faye show entitled Phil's Boat. Now, stay tuned for a 1940 episode of Jack Benny, in which Jack dresses as a hula girl for a Halloween party. Buddies played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, last Thursday evening was Halloween, and Jack celebrated by throwing his annual costume party for the Jell-O gang. So this evening, we will turn back the clock. The time, last Thursday night. The place, Jack's home in Beverly Hills. Take it away. I'll never smile again. Hidey, hidey, ho. Rochester. I'll never smile again till I get more dough. Rochester, that's a beautiful song. You don't have to change the lyrics. Well, I'm trying to get a message across. Oh, you are. Well, you don't have to put it to music and make an opera out of it. If you want to raise, just come right out and ask me. I'll never smile again. Now, cut that out and stop complaining. I'm giving a costume party tonight, and I'm not even dressed yet. Here, help me pull my shirt off. Okay. Mm. There. Now, hand me that grass skirt. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rochester, hand me that grass skirt. Tonight, I'm going to be a hula girl. Oh. Hula girl? Yes. With your rheumatism? <laughs> Never mind my rheumatism. I bought this outfit when I was in Honolulu, and I'm going to wear it. Now, pin that gardenia in my hair. Yes, sir. Well, what's the matter? Can't find anything to pin it to. 
All right, hang it over my ear. There. Say, that's pretty good. Do I look like a hula girl, Rochester? I suppose so. I guess they come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> you can never pay me a compliment, can you? Now go out and make those popcorn balls like I told you to. Yes, sir. Say, boss, how about the cider? The cider? Do you want me to put a little jolt in it? <laughs> Leave it alone. There's nothing more refreshing than a glass of sweet cider. Nobody's gonna slide down the banister on that. Rochester, there's gonna be a party, not a brawl. Now go tend to your work. And on your way to the kitchen, answer the door. It's in the opposite direction. I don't care, answer it. <laughs> what do you want me to do, rebuild my house? My goodness, grass skirt's a little long. I better pull it up. It's Miss Livingston. Good evening, Miss Livingston. Hello, Rochester. Oh, hello, Mary. What do you think of my costume? Well, I'll be... <laughs> What's so funny about me being a hula girl? Hula girl? I thought you were a haystack with dandruff. <laughs> Mary, if I'm a haystack, what am I doing with this gardenia hanging over my ear? All right, you're a sissy. I'm not a sissy, I'm a hula girl. Princess Jackamoku. <laughs> now, later on, Mary, when the party gets rolling, I want you to ask me to do a native dance. No kidding. Are you going to dance? Yeah, I learned it in Honolulu last summer. Get a load of this. It's not the hot island fair that is calling to me. Dum 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 dum. Wow, how's that? I sure made my hips move, didn't I, Mary? Yeah, now move them back. <laughs> I'll get them back. Don't worry. Now, Mary, light the candles in those jack o' lanterns. I want to put them in the window. Okay. Say, boy. What is it? Ain't you cold running around with nothing on but a grass skirt? No, what makes you think I'm cold? You got so many goose pimples, you look like a horn toad. <laughs> oh, I'll be all right in a few minutes. No kidding, Jack. You ought to put something around your shoulders. Oh. Well, holy smoke. What's the matter? Look at that tattoo on your arm. Grow with Waukegan. <laughs> oh, that. I had it done when I was a young fella. You know, I had a couple of snorts of elderberry wine one night, and I felt very civic. <laughs> Uh, hand me that pumpkin. Here you are. Yeah, I'll bet you were a devil in those days, eh, Jack? Was I? You should have known me then, Mary. I can just see you standing in front of the pool room with a straw hat over one eye and a toothpick in your mouth. Yeah. When a girl would pass by, you'd yell, Hello, chicken, let's fly the coop. <laughs> All right, so I used to flirt with the girls. You get one yet, boss. <laughs> Rochester, I thought I told you to go out in the kitchen and fix those popcorn balls. Let's see who that is. Why don't you put swinging doors in here? Rochester, this is not a saloon. Especially with that cider. Never mind, answer the door. Okay. Never saw anybody as lazy as he is. Say, Mary, I forgot to ask you, how's your cold? You know, we missed you on the program last week. Oh, well, I'm fine now, Jack. I'll be with you next Sunday. That's good. <laughs> well, look who's here. Hello, Dennis. Hello. <laughs> well, look at the kid, all dressed up in a Navy uniform. Where'd you get it, Dennis? My girlfriend goes with a sailor. <laughs> oh, well, that was very sweet of him. You know, Dennis, I used to be in the service myself. Darn it, I wish I could go again. What can a hula girl do in the Navy? Oh, stop, will you? I'm not a hula girl. You could have fooled me. There you are. I look all right, don't I, Dennis? Yeah, but if you're a hula dancer, Mr. Benny, don't you think you ought to take your shoes off? Oh, certainly. Why didn't you tell me, Mary? I can't dance with shoes on. Here, Rochester, help me take them off. Okay, hold tight. 
And incidentally, Mary, you should have worn some kind of a costume yourself. Well, gee, I didn't know what to wear. Oh, you could have thought. Rochester, I said, take my shoes off. I'm trying. Well, pull. Okay. Mm. There. <laughs> now, take the other shoe off. Say, Mary, I got an idea how you can dress. Why don't you go upstairs and put on one of my old suits I used to wear in vaudeville? Where will I find it? They're in the big trunk in my... Thanks. <laughs> They're in the big trunk in my bedroom. Gee, it feels kind of good to go barefoot. <laughs> Look who wants to get in the Navy with those fallen arches. Mary, I've told you a thousand times, my arches are not fallen. Then why do you make a footprint like a wedgie? Because <laughs> I like to keep up with the style. Now go upstairs and put on one of my old suits and get in the spirit of things. Okay. Rochester, don't stand there holding my shoes. Put them away. Well, the right one's got a lot of those old big $1 bills in it. <laughs> Stop making things up. There's nothing in that shoe but an insole. Green, ain't it? <laughs> Put them away. I know exactly how much is in there. Yeah, I wish the gang would get here. Say, Dennis. Yes, please? Uh, what are you going to sing on the program Sunday? Well, I don't know, Mr. Benny. I haven't picked anything out yet. Oh. Well, look, Dennis, there's a brand new number out now called Do You Know Why? It's a song that Mary Martin sings to me in my new picture. The one you made with Fred Allen? Shut up. <laughs> and it'll fit you perfectly. Look, there's a copy of it on the piano. Run over it for me, will you? Okay, Mr. Benny. And by the way, Dennis, whenever you refer to that picture in the future, just say the one I made with Mary Martin. I'll leave Fred Allen out of it. Why? Because if you don't, I'll put my shoe back on and kick a field goal with a certain young tenor. <laughs> Understand? Yeah, three points. <laughs> oh, sing. Darn, this gardenia keeps slipping off my ear. Till the cows come home And then the cows came home Do you know why We used to say we'll love this way Till Hades freezes over And then it just rolls over Do you know why We thought we had a few Dancing a jig for us Do you suppose our little dreams Are too big for us We used to say our love will stay Forever and anon And now forever Dancing a jig for us Do you suppose our little dreams Are to be for us? We used to say Our love will stay 
forever and anon. And now forever gone, darling, do you know why? Neither do Good, Dennis. That'll sound great on the program. Yeah, I think it'll be swell. What about keeping Phil and Don? We want to go out tonight and have some fun. See, Mr. Benny, while we're alone, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? No, what is it? Well, how come I only got 35 cents for mowing your lawn last week? <laughs> uh, what? I used to get 50. Didn't I do a good job? Well, of course, Dennis, but you see, 35 cents is the winter rate. <laughs> The grass doesn't grow as high in the winter. Oh, that's right. Certainly. I'm sorry I mentioned it. Oh, oh. That's... That's okay. You're not mad, are you? No, no, no. You, you had a legitimate complaint. No. Don't hesitate to speak up, Dennis, anytime. And incidentally, I wish you'd watch those... Oh, Rochester! Yes, boy! <laughs> There's someone at the door. I'm fixing the popcorn. Answer the door. <laughs> now go ahead. Yes, sir. Don't go with all this walking. I might as well be a picket. I never saw anybody that hated doors so. Hello, Mr. Wilson. Hello, Rochester. Hi, Jack. Dennis. Hello, Mr. Wilson. Say, I thought you'd never... What's that supposed to be, Don? A black costume with white lines all over it. Why, don't you get it? No, what are you? I'm a skeleton. <laughs> a skeleton? Yes, these white lines create the illusion. Oh, well, those chins cancel it. <laughs> By the way, Don, how do you like my outfit? Oh, it's very attractive, Jack, but aren't you afraid of catching cold? No, I'm all right. Here I am, fellas. How do I look? Well, Mary, what are you supposed to be? A ham. This is one of Jack's old suits from vaudeville. <laughs> yep, I wore that suit in every theater on the Orpheum circuit. Look at those big checks and pearl buttons. It's a little loud, isn't it, Mr. Benny? Well, of course, nobody wears a suit that flashy nowadays. They don't, eh? No. Boys on Central Avenue, we got pole bears that dress louder than them. <laughs> I believe you. What a suit. Get a load of these cuffs on the sleeves. Well, it was all the rage. Gee, when I used to walk out on the stage in that outfit, I was a sensation. What are those red spots all over the suit, Jack? Those red spots? I don't know. They tomatoed him in Toledo. <laughs> they tomatoed him in Toledo? <laughs> now, wait a minute, Mary. That's a fib. When I played Toledo, it was wintertime, and tomatoes were out of season. You were so bad, they shipped them in. <laughs> Listen, Miss Livingston, Toledo was one of my best towns. Well, I used to be a... Open up! Open up in there! Hey, fellas, there's Bill Harris. Wait till he sees me in this hula costume. Answer the door, Rochester. Here I go again. Answer it. Is my gardenia on straight, Mary? Yes, yes. 
Good evening, Mr. Harris. Hello, Rod. Hi, you fellas. Hello, Phil. Hi, Mr. Harris. And there's Mary. How's your cold, baby? Oh, a lot better, Phil. That's swell. <clears throat> Say, who's the old dame in the grass skirt? <laughs> old dame, this is me. I'm a Hawaiian princess. What are you doing later, Toot? Now cut that out. <laughs> I wouldn't laugh at anyone else's costume, Phil. What are you made up for in that outfit? Well, I'm Julius Caesar. You know, the guy that was nuts about Cleopatra. Julius Caesar? You know, he was the Roman umpire. <laughs> That's emperor. What a dodo. Phil, umpire is what, a, is what Caesar rules. Jack, that's empire. Don, a skeleton should be seen and not heard. <laughs> Phil, I gather that you're studying ancient history now. You know, Mary, Phil goes to night school. He's trying to broaden his mind. You ought to clean it up, too. <laughs> you said it. All right, Mary, all right. You don't have to get derogatory. There he goes with derogatory again. He learns one big word in night school, and he's going to run it right out of the dictionary. <laughs> Say, Don, are you going to... Hey, fellas, you know who wrote the first American dictionary? Noah Webster. <laughs> All right, Phil, we know that. Jack, I'm getting hungry. When are we going to eat? Pretty soon now. All right, Rochester, let's get things rolling around here. Serve the refreshments. Okay. Will you have a glass of sweet cider, Miss Livingston? Yes, thank you. Mr. Dave, Mr. Wilson? Thanks. Thanks, Rochester. How about you, Mr. Harris? Will you have a glass of sweet cider? Absolutely not. I would have bet on that. <laughs> Rochester, no comment. Now pass that lovely tray of hors d'oeuvres. The what? The hors d'oeuvres. You mean them little things you eat and eat and you ain't at nothing? <laughs> yes, just pass the tray. How's the cider, Dennis? Whoopee! Boy, what an imagination. One more drink and you'll go out and get tattooed. Yeah. Now, Dennis, get up off the floor and uncross your eyes. <laughs> Showing off on sweet cider yet. Pass the olives, will you, Phil? Here you are. Gee, you look cute in that outfit, Mary. Where'd you get the suit? Now, this is the one Jack used to wear in vaudeville. Yes, sir. I wore that suit in every theater in the country. Hey, Jack, look what I found in the pocket. An old program. No kidding. Yeah, from the Globe Theater, Kansas City, Moe. Oh, yeah. Who was Moe? The manager, wise guy. <laughs> Who was Moe? The uh, Globe Theater, eh? You were the headliner, weren't you, Jack? I sure was. Who was on the bill that week, Mary? Here it is. Swain's Cats and Rats. Pink Mules, Powers Elephants, uh -huh. Finnegan's Fleas, and Jack Benny. <laughs> oh, yes, I never will forget that week. I felt like Frank Buck. <laughs> well, let's have something to eat, then we can go out later and have some fun. Yeah, I want to ring doorbells and run like the Dickens. Don, control yourself. <laughs> oh, Rochester. Yes, boss? Uh, did you invite Mr. Billingsley, our boarder, to come down and join the party? You shouldn't have let him come down here, boss. I think he's cuckoo. Oh, you always think that. What's he done now? Remember that coil of rope he brought up to his room the other day? A coil of rope? Yes. Well, he's sitting on the floor playing a flute to it. <laughs> oh. Well, why didn't you take the rope away from him? I tried to, and it hissed at me. <laughs> Oh, stop dreaming things up. And ask Mr. Billingsley to come down here. 
Hey, Jack, look what else I found in your coat. What? It's a letter from an old girl of yours. An old girl? Yes, it's signed Loopy. Oh, Loopy Herman. <laughs> oh, yeah, from Upper Sandusky. <laughs> Gee whiz, it's written way back in 1911. Yeah, oh, boy, she was pretty. What did she say, Mary? Now, Mary, don't you dare read that letter. It's personal. My own sweet Jack. Mary. Oh, be a sport, Jackson. Let her alone. Oh. My own sweet Jack. I have written at women, but so far have not received an answer. When am I going to hear from you? <laughs> what? You, the dame's illiterate. <laughs> oh, fine. One week in night school and he's a critic. <laughs> Get this, fellas. Now, Mary. I'll never forget the first time we met in front of the Cameo Theater. Hmm. Our meeting was very romantic. Although I like to die when you whistled at me and yelled, Hello, chicken, let's fly the coop. <laughs> Give me that letter. Pop is afraid for me to marry you because he does not like actors. Hmm. But if you still want me, I'm the apple in your lie, like what you said. Girls were silly in those days. Now, give me that letter. P.S. I forgot to tell you, a horse ran away with me last Tuesday. I wished it was used. <laughs> Mary, give me that letter or tear it up. Why, Jackson, I can't understand you going out with a dame that ignorant. Bill, you were spelling Harris with one R up to last week. <laughs> You're never right. Now, wait a minute, Jack. Phil may not be so hot in English or history, but he's not so dumb. Oh, yeah? You just don't understand him, that's all. I don't understand him. No. That a girl, Mary. Come here, Phil. I want to tell you something. What is it, kid? Well, listen to this. You know, Phil, I'm critical and analytical where you're concerned. I've learned just what you're all about. You mean, Mary, that you think you've really got me uh, figured out? I think so. Kind of slow at working out, puzzle or trick. But when it comes to love, you catch on quick. But look, Mary, I'm only wasting time at bridge. I don't seem to click. But when it comes to love, you catch on quick. Well, there's a lot of other things I know. I'm kind of yeah. sharp. Where's Alaska? Alaska's right up, uh, um... When um, is Christmas? Christmas is the 20, uh... Th Who was Lincoln? Oh, I'll bet you I'm wrong, whatever I'm thinking. You're not a whiz at any quiz. Your mind just won't tick. But when it comes to love, you catch on quick. Well, ask me something else. Go ahead. Now, ask me something. You don't know what it's all about when you wave that stick. Well, the stick. But when it comes to love, I catch on and even though you have a band, you can't play a lick. Maybe not, honey. But when it comes to smooching, I catch on quick. Ask me something about music, All right, Phil. Anything. What's the downbeat? A downbeat is when you bring up... Uh, what's the half note? That little round thing. Ah, what's the ballad? I'll bet you it's something that comes with a salad. You couldn't find your way around with shovel or pig. But when it comes to love, we catch on with. Yes, sir. Say, that's cute, you know. Hey, Don, come here a minute. I've got something I want to tell you. What is it, Jack? Listen. You're kind of slow at playing golf with spoon or nibbling. But when it comes to food, you catch on quick. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not so good at outdoor sports, I don't seem to click. But when it comes to food, I catch on quick. You sure do, Don. Hey, listen. What's strawberry? Delish. What's raspberry? Cate. What is jello? It's easy to make, boy, and it tastes swell Oh, You're not a whiz at any quiz. Your mind just won't pick. But when it comes to food, I catch on quick. And he means jello. When it comes to food, we catch on quick. Hey, that was great. We ought to sing that Sunday, Don. Make a note of it, will you, Mary? Let me do it. I'm practicing writing. <laughs> All right, Phil, all right, you can do it. Well, it's uh, Mr. Billingsley. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Benny. Entertaining your friends, I see. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, won't you join us? No, thank you. I was just going out. That's too bad. Say, that's quite an outfit you're wearing. Yes, I'm Napoleon. Well, <laughs> there's nothing like dressing up on Halloween. Oh, is this Halloween? Goodbye. <laughs> I wish he wouldn't drag that halibut across my rug. <laughs> hey, fellas. Fellas, what do we do now? Let's go out and ring doorbells. Okay. If I hear another doorbell, I'll scream. Too bad about you. Come on, fellas, let's go. Now, wait a minute. Mary wants me to do my hula dance, don't you, Mary? Yeah, I can hardly wait. Hey, Don, get a load of this. I learned it in Honolulu. Say, Rochester, get your guitar. Here it is on the piano. I want a little hula music for atmosphere. Do you know a little brown girl? Millions of them. <laughs> I mean the song. Now, come on. Oh, Jack, you're not going to dance with that cigar in your mouth. Joe Frisco does. Come on, Rochester. One, two. It's not the island fair that is calling to me. Dum dum da dum 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 da 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 dum. Bring boy wiggle. Da da dum dum bum 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 bum. Oh, Jack. Stop. Da 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 bum. Doc, your grass shirt's on fire from your cigar. Da da. Oh my goodness! Look at the smoke. Hey, put me out! Put me out! Phil, throw some water on him. Throw the cider. No good anyway. Well, do something. Oh my eye! I can't see out of my right eye. I'm blind. That's your gardenia. Pull it up. Oh, yeah. Well, somebody do something. I'm getting hot. I'll get the water out of the kitchen. I can't wait for that. Open that door. I'm going to dive in the swimming pool. Gangway. Hey, boss. Boss, come back. What's the matter, Rochester? I just drained all the water out of the pool. My goodness, he's out on the diving board. Here I go. Whee! <laughs> Deepers, creepers, I'm going to kill somebody. Rochester. Rochester. <laughs> what happened at my house on Halloween night. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's program, we bring you that flat-headed comedian, Jack Benny. It's too late now, Don. Good night, folks. <laughs>
The right to vote is your priceless heritage as an American citizen. Be sure to go to the polls and cast your ballot on National Election Day, Tuesday, November 5th. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport. We have just heard a 1940 episode of Jack Benny, entitled Jack's Halloween Party. We remind you that WSHDLP Eastport is a non-commercial station and does not endorse any products. All on the beach, white kiki. Off my wahini is waiting for me. With her dark eyes and lovable charms, all very sweet Hawaiian hospitality. Beneath the moon, we stroll along, and life is just like a beautiful song. When she whispers, come into my arms, it's just an old Hawaiian hospitality. And though my heart may sob too, I lower when I sail away. How my heart will throb to the thought coming back someday. And when my dream love comes true, there will be okole for two. All it balaka my do is just an old Hawaiian hospitality. sail away How my heart would drop to the thought coming back someday And when my dream love come true There will be Oakley Howard too Olive how my due It's just old wine hospitality that was Louis Armstrong with Andy Iona and his Islanders, Hawaiian Hospitality, from 1937. Thank you, dear friends. 
This concludes today's show. On behalf of Around the World's staff of researchers, recording engineers, interns, and Victrola technicians, this is Cracklin' Jane. Thank you, and see you next week. Joe Loudon, a.k.a. The Bass Lady. Join me for Jazz Potpourri, airing Wednesdays from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m., with a repeat on Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. From divas to crooners, from the streets of New Orleans to the clubs of Paris, with a little Latin added for spice, Jazz Potpourri is an auditory mix for your listening pleasure. Join me Wednesdays and Saturdays on 93.3 FM, WSHD LP, Eastport. I'm all about that hey, have I got a radio show for you. Old Coasting comes at you twice a week. Thursday at 8, Sunday at 4. Right here on WSHDLP in Eastport, Maine, 93.3 FM. On Bold Coasting, we don't just play the music. Uh, we like to talk about it a little bit, too. It's music and commentary... It's a radio show with liner notes. You kids can ask your parents what that means. Mad Pad. Mad Pad. Tune in every Saturday night at 7 and again on Tuesdays at 8 for Philly Joe Remarkable's Mad Pad right here on WSHDLP Eastport, Maine. 93.3 93.3 on your FM dial. Man, take this crazy pad. Man, it's a mad pad. You are listening to WSHDLP Eastport, broadcasting from the hallowed hallways of Shed High School. Tune in Mondays 4 to 6 p.m. for Around the World with your host, Cracklin' Jane, featuring historical 78 RPM recordings from around the world, plus radio dramas from the golden age of radio. If you missed the show, don't despair. There's a repeat broadcast on Fridays 6 to 8 p.m., and if you miss that, just go to www.cracklinjane.com and download or stream the show at your leisure. Come on by Sam's Caffeine Cafe every Tuesday and Thursday morning from 8 until 10 a.m. I'm Sam, the proprietor. I keep all the tables clean. There are no sesame seeds on the floor, no schmutz from the night before, just good music. The first hour, a little bit softer, some Americana, folk, blues, a little bit of jazz. But by 9 o'clock, we are amped up on caffeine. We're playing up-tempo music all hour long. It's a grab bag. It's a fun place to hang out, and we would love to have you. We would. Please come by 93.3 WSHDLP Eastport.